We're back on the good old trail. Yes. Molly's just bush, bursting with energy. <laughs> I think this is our first time to record since the um, snowstorm. Since the snow apocalypse. Lots of ha- lot, lots has happened. Tons has happened. Yeah. Yes. You're now a fan of WandaVision. Yes. Yeah. In the last episode, I was like, I don't know. I don't get it. I get it. I get it. And there's tons of like... Taylor Swift fans that I follow, like, on Twitter, you know, my Swifties, they're talking about it. Oh, they don't gosh. even like superheroes, and they're, like, so... In, they're into, like, Wanda and Vision's relationship. Right, honestly. exactly. <laughs> so it's not a good superhero yes, show. Yes, it is. You just proved my point. <laughs> a bunch of people who don't like that. it, like it, you know? <laughs> there you go. It's they probably good. will never watch Al Bucky. Al needs to give it episode four a chance, and then... If you hate it after that, I won't say anything to you. I, I will never bring up WandaVision again. I'll just, I'll just be like... Uh, well, that's what it takes to get you to shut up. <laughs> Between you and my daughter and probably half of our listeners out there. I know Trey Washington said he was listening the other day. And, and he heard I'm sure us he's all it. up in some WandaVision, man. So, um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's not what we're talking about today, but uh, we're yeah. trying to... Reboot like right since uh, since Snowvid Snow, happened and yeah. uh, man, so yesterday was an incredible. Uh, not yesterday, today. Today was incredibly awesome looking outside. Yeah, now it's still getting a little it was cold, a little but, chilly, um, but the sun looked good. And I just like keep talking about kayaks. I'm like, yeah, we had people come kayak today. Really? So uh, yeah, um, a group of I was uh, at Bayou people. Point at like. I guess one, and I just kept looking over at Wesley like, I want to kayak. Yeah, they were, um, that was I that was about the time they were kayaking. It was probably more like two when they were out there kayaking. Yeah. So, uh, and then we had two other girls randomly that were hammocking in the backyard. So it was definitely an outside feeling day. It's, like spring was kind of like hinting coming. that it might happen yeah. at some point, you know, so, which would be great that uh, would because be that so changes cool. the dynamic. Um, um, we're just going to talk a little bit about uh, following Christ uh, along this trail, and today we land in First Corinthians nine, and so this is a super popular passage. We talked about it, I guess, last week at our uh, Outback uh, Bible study, and so Paul uh, is writing about really kind of some of this is is sticking with it uh, and 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 following uh, Christ through difficult times, and uh, some of this is you know. Um, I mean, he writes in verse 19, Though I am free and belong to no man, I make myself a slave to everyone to win as many people as possible. He's also talking about having that motivation to, to stick it out and to go through uh, uh, go through with it. You know, don't give up, that kind of stuff too. Yeah. But anyway, um, so 24 says, Do you not know that in a race all the run- runners run, but <laughs> only one gets the prize? Sorry about that. Um, run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. 
They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I do not fight like a man beating the air. No, I beat my body and make it my slave, so that after I have that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Twenty-four through twenty-seven. So you've just recently been in a race. Yeah, I was you didn't say win. good thing that I'm an expert runner. Yeah, I could probably give some insight on this as a half marathoner. Yeah, you know, you know what it takes to finish. You know what my you know, I just had my birthday, whatever. This year, full marathon runner. Oh, really? Yeah. You're in saying no, it in now? In November. I'm saying it now. It's recorded. It's on the record. You're going to run 26.2 miles. Point two. I, I might keep going just to get to 27. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I might have to watch that happen. That okay. might be interesting. Um, to see that take place. Uh, when are you going to start training? Is it, I think I was. Re- I have this book or whatever, and it was saying like five months before. Yeah. So, so I probably should. I should probably then. figure out when that actually starts. That's going to be here before you know it. Yeah. Um, yeah. To be honest, I haven't ran in like two weeks. Because the snowstorm, but I, I've also been doing this like program thing, and it just makes me so tired. So, But I'm starting next week starting back up i was talking about running the other day to my friend about like there's like these these big like youtubers or whatever and they put they put out some like uh one of their podcasts they're talking about their um spiritual deconstruction and so we were just talking about that and i thought i was just like so sad to hear like someone who had like this big faith and then they just like kind of turned their back on it yeah and so I don't know. I was just talking about it, comparing it to like running and your faith. And you're just like, if you put so much into it, you know, and you just grow a little bit and grow a little bit, you can run an extra mile, you can run an extra mile. And then you like, (laughs) I don't know, you just like turn your back on it so fast and you can like lose everything. I feel like that you built up. That is true. Like it's, uh, it it quickly falls off, uh, I would think. But but I think too, though, like with with, I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's the same as running a marathon. Like, I do think of it as in. Like you got to not give up and yeah. and you have to stay the course and you you know you you run even when you don't feel like running and and I get all of that. But like the idea of like if I just quit running then it's like starting all over again. That part I don't know if it's really right because yeah. because I do think like God never goes anywhere. So Yeah. I think I don't know. I think some things are still there. Like I haven't ran in like maybe two and a half weeks, but I could probably still go run three miles. It might be a little harder. Oh yeah, but I from from like a spiritual perspective though, I guess what I'm trying to say is like there's there's two sides of it, right? There's a side of it that no matter what happens, God's always going to be there. Yeah. And so if you just go through a really crappy time and you feel like you're just done with the whole race of faith, yeah, I mean, and you and you just opt out for a while, it's not like God is going to be like, okay, well, when you do decide to come back, guess what? You're going to have to start from the bottom. You know? Yeah, no, God, God doesn't that. do that. Not that. And I'm not saying like from from God's point right, of view, right, but from right, our right. point of view, like you stop going to church. 
it might be a little bit weird when you start again. Sure. You know, no, or no. reading the Bible, that kind of stuff, like starting over. Right. Not- and then, and then here's where I would agree with you too, though. Um, the if you if you look at Christianity as a race, as far as doing something for the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. and if you drop out, mm-hmm. then I do think it's hard or you have to work or it's going to take time to get back to being able to do what, what you what you set out, what you're called to do. You know, if yeah. you just like drop off the face of the earth and, and cause there's, if you imagine like, like, cause, and this is the example I always use. And I can't remember the last time I talked to somebody about this, but it was, uh, oh, it was last Wednesday night. So, I used to have this shirt. It was from a it was from a five k race. It was called the Fat Boy Five K. Mm-hmm. They did it down in Baton Rouge. Uh, I, you know the the Fat Boy Five K was written across the shirt, and the O in boy was like a chocolate covered donut. You know, so it was, and, and like at the end of the race, they were passing out like those huge like drumsticks and beer and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. It was it was kind of a, it was a run, but it was also kind of funny Fun. the way they were talking about it. And uh, you know, there's there was there were definitely a lot of donuts everywhere, and but the 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 reason I thought that shirt was awesome is because it had this this silhouettes right of all these people running and they're all going in the same direction but like some of them are actually in running form mm-hmm. uh, one guy's like has his hand on a tree and he's like bent over you know like he's oh, yeah, puking yeah, or whatever yeah. uh you've got people that are uh totally bent over like on their knees exhausted you had like one person that was laying flat on their back i mean everybody was sort of at a different, different place on that journey yeah. you know and so if we think about our our life with god is not just about you know us getting to heaven or whatever but there's some productivity for the kingdom of god that's supposed to happen we're supposed to love other people show them who jesus is yeah. you know do the work of the kingdom and if you just drop out, then then I think what suffers more so than you is all the things that you don't do, yeah. like all the people, people you, don't you don't reach. reach I think touch. that's where it becomes, oh my gosh, man, don't drop out. You know, don't. I mean, yeah, if you're worn out, lean on a tree for a while, you know, walk yeah. through the water station, whatever. It's like what, I mean, the article that I was reading that was kind of talking about this scripture. Um, I wrote it down it says effective believers are self-discipline. Yeah. So like there could be some believers out there that don't read their Bible or don't. Right. They're not effective. And yeah, it's interesting to distinguish between like believers and effective believers, you know? Yeah. Right. But I guess it's like a, there's there's a baseball coach and then there's a good baseball coach you know yeah. i mean there's there's an accountant and then there's a really good accountant you know too i guess i mean so i guess you can look at it like that not that there's brownie points for the kingdom of god but but realizing though that if we're going to really run this race and run it you know paul says run in such a way as to get the prize, get the prize yeah. like run it really run it don't just show up for the t-shirt um, mm-hmm. so you can pose as a runner later, you know, in front of all your friends at the coffee shop or whatever, you know, I don't know. So I, I, I do think that, that I guess that's where you, that's where you lose in the race, uh, as far yeah. as effectiveness for the kingdom. That was, that was good. That was, that was a good, a good point. Um, 
I think uh, uh, Paul talks about a crown that will not last um, as opposed to a crown that will last. And the thing that I thought about with this was, okay, so what all crowns do we chase that don't matter in life? Mm-hmm. You know, think about all the things we focus on, spend time on, where here's this one thing we know that lasts forever is this relationship with God and, and anyone else that gets drawn into a relationship with God. Those things are permanent. Yeah. But so many other things that we chase in this life, they they don't last. I mean, they do fade away. I mean, moths, rust, people steal it, people destroy it. I thought you were saying those were the things people were chasing after. I was like, I don't really want moths that much. <laughs> I don't chase after rust. <laughs> it's pretty slow anyway. I think I could catch rust. <laughs> yeah. No, but... We, we chase crowns that, that do that, yeah. that fade. You know, houses, cars, jobs, promotions, even people. You know, we, we want to mm-hmm. be friends with these people. We want to be famous. We want this. We want that. We want recognition. And all that stuff fades. Yeah. I mean, if, and some of it fades really fast. Uh, think about uh, all those people that were in complete and total high school glory when you were in high school, you know. As soon as they graduate, that stuff's over, you know. Uh, but when you're in high school, that's all you can think about, you know. Um, so, anyway, I guess I don't know. Like, that's a good self-evaluation thing. If we're going to talk about living a disciplined life, I would say one of the questions would be, are you still running? Are you running the race? But a second thing would be, are you sure that you're chasing something that lasts? Yeah. Are you getting distracted by these other crowns that are going to fade? And so from time to time, really stop and ask yourself, okay, what, what's, what's worth it? What's, what's really lasting? Mm-hmm. And even if you're in ministry, I think sometimes you can still end up doing the kingdom work or whatever, but you might be chasing stuff that doesn't matter. Like, okay, like we're going to go pass out burgers. Well, we got to give away 120 burgers, man, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. well, who cares? I mean, honestly, if we give away 120 burgers or not, that's not the goal. It's not yeah. trying to give away all the burgers. It's trying to meet students and talk to them and yeah. build relationships and 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 have conversations on purpose and hopefully point people toward Jesus. So it's so easy in any part of life, I think, to, to chase stuff that doesn't last. Um, as a parent, you want your kids to do good in school and you want your kids to you know do good when they're around other people. You want them to excel in sports or music or whatever they do is their hobby, but those things, you're still chasing stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and stuff that won't last. I mean, it might be a tool to help you build something with your kid or to instill confidence, but if that thing becomes the focus, though, then it's something that's going to gonna fade. I used to love watching uh, my kids play sports, but you know what? Neither one of them play sports. <laughs> They're not professional athletes, you know? It faded. I mean, it's over. And I think about all the... All the anxiety, all the time, all the things that went into that at different times. And, you know. But it's also faded. like all the connections and like relationships that happen. Oh, sure. I'm not saying that, it's not like valuable. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. But if but if that becomes the focus, yeah, then then you can you're in danger of, of being uh, in hot pursuit of something that that will not last. You know, we have to be careful about what we're really chasing, what we're going headlong after. You know, like Paul talks about, um, you know, beating his body, making it his slave, not just 
flailing around running but being focused um, mm-hmm. you know what are we chasing uh, the the other line that I really love in here is that he says and I almost talked about this just then he says I do not run like a man running aimlessly I just think that that's so important and you know this you ran a marathon I bet you wanted to know where the finish line was oh my before. gosh yes yeah I mean I tried to go see the the whole setup like the day before and it was like unusually like super foggy <laughs> and so I couldn't see it and I was panicking I was just like I'm, I don't know anything about Western Row I don't know where I'm supposed to go and um, I didn't get lost but yeah 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 when when Emory and Reed were running cross country in junior high which I guess Emory was in 8th grade Reed was in 6th grade we used to go on their, their races it was just a mile race and it would be at all these different schools each Saturday and we would go on Friday afternoon. Really? And we would go out there and jog the course with them yeah. so they would know it. And man, that made such I a difference. I think it makes a difference. It's such a difference. Because 90% of the kids that come to those meets, except for the ones that it's their home school, yeah. they don't know the course at all. You know? And if they never, if they didn't run the year before, and even if they did, they may not remember it. And it, yeah. Anything like that just can be one little advantage that, that, that makes such a difference, you know. But then also, like, like where I've been running, I've just been running that same, like, mile route for, like, yeah. a whole year. That when I did the race and it was, like, this new, like, territory or whatever, it was, like, I don't know. Like, I felt like I ran uh, faster, I guess. Like, yeah. I just didn't keep my pace as much as I do on on that one, just because like I know oh this is a mile right. Um, but but then also like like if I'm doing a long run and it's just that mile loop, I start to get so like discouraged. I'm like I have to do this like five more times. This yeah. sucks. Well, sh- that's a little defeating. Yeah, that's like trying to go practice for a half marathon on a track or something. Yeah, yeah, that's like too many laps uh, and monotonous and boring and. And that's one thing with God. I mean, following Him is not going to be that. Usually yeah. you're going to be put in uncomfortable situations. You're definitely going to be put out of your comfort zone. If, if you're truly trying to follow Christ. so. But if you like keep your eye on like what it's all for. Right. That's the not running aim. Absolutely. Having an aim. Knowing, knowing you know your purpose and what you're trying to do. What you're trying to accomplish. That's... I mean, I don't even know. I, to say that's half the battle, I, it may be more than that. That's it, it, just so important uh, for success in anything in life, I think. But in particularly, you know, as you try to follow Christ, that if you have if you have a goal, if you have an aim, um, if you kind of have a sense of what he's calling you to do, what he wants you to do. Yeah, and, and when I was reading about this too, um, there's this article talking about it, and it, it, it opened with Proverbs. 25, 28, like a city that is broken into and without walls is a man who has no control over his spirit. So it talked about like someone without self-discipline, um, like is an easy target for like falling into his desires and impulses. Right. And yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Think that goes with what you were saying. Yeah. That's people talk about the story of, of King David and when he had the affair or whatever with Bathsheba and then ends up killing her husband, 
they draw it all the way back to the fact that at the beginning of that passage, it says that David uh, was at home at the time when kings go to war. So, like, he should have been out with his armies, yeah. but yet he was back home because he didn't have his focus and easily distracted and led into sin. And then that sin led to another sin, which was very destructive, you know, down the road. And obviously a pretty bum deal for Bathsheba and her her husband, no doubt. But um, so, so yeah, you're, you're 100% right on that. I agree with you. If you can, if, if you don't have that aim, don't have that goal, you're susceptible to so much stuff. And, yeah. Uh, you know, and this is like if you're trying to train to run too, like even, even saying, okay, I'm going to run a half marathon or, or you're going to run a marathon in November of 21 now. Well, you have that out there as your goal. So, you know, because there's going to be days when you don't want to train. There's going to be days when you don't want to get up. There's going to mm-hmm. be days where, oh, my gosh, we're not going to run any, you know, or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and eat this chicken or whatever it's <laughs> going to be, you know. And so, but if you have that in mind, Ew. then you go, okay, no, wait, never mind. I know what I'm doing. Uh, I am dialed in. I am focused. I do have an aim. I'm not running like a man running aimlessly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, don't be aimless. It's good, uh, good advice. <laughs> Just don't do it. Just do it right. That's what <laughs> you need to do in life. Duh. Man, I don't think we're being very creative. Um, well, and then the last verse, Paul says that he does all these things, trains himself and everything. So at the end of the day, when he's done, he's not disqualified for the prize. Yeah. Uh, I always think it's interesting that he says all these things about beating his body, making his slave, so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. So he always remembers that this is about what I'm supposed to do for the kingdom of God, but it's also my life too. I mean, this is my it's relationship with God. Yeah. This is this is how I stay in it. This is how I move forward. This is how I grow into the man that God's called me to be. Yeah. Um, you know, because if I slack, if I if I if I fail to preach to others, then in in Paul's mind at least, he's not worthy of the prize of heaven that, that God's calling him to. Mm-hmm. And and we're not doing this on some kind of a it's not a works based salvation by any stretch. There's no way that's true. We read over and over again that salvation is this free gift. Of God's grace, you know, to us, and, and we need it desperately. But also, there's this understanding that, man, if you've been given this incredible gift, why would you not share it with the whole world? Why would you not push forward in it? Yeah. Um, I was uh, I was with a group of men this past weekend, and we sang that song, uh, You Call My Name, and I Ran Out of That Grave. You know that one? Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, I don't even know what the name of it is, but... I love that song, and and I love that part of it because, you know, it talks about being dead in sin, all this kind of stuff, and I was breathing, but I wasn't alive, and all this really powerful imagery. But then that 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 big line is, "You called my name, and I ran out of that grave." I didn't just like yeah. stumble out of the grave or like rub my eyes and go, "Oh, yeah, thank God, you know, thanks for waking me up." I mean, no, I ran out. Yeah, ran out of the grave, and I just I love that imagery. Because that's, why would we not do that? Mm-hmm. If God is calling us from death into life, why would we not 
be a full sprint out of yeah. that and, and run into the life that he has for us. Um, that, to me, is just... Yeah, I can't. I can't understand why we wouldn't, and 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 that's where you go back to believers versus effective believers, and you just go, oh my gosh! I mean, come on, you know, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, then I go back to that shirt with everybody at a different place in their journey, and and so um, it's not up to us to judge people, but I think it is up to us to keep running mm-hmm. and and encourage people that we are running with, you know. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with all this. Uh, I don't know what greater knowledge that you have to share at this moment. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel, I don't know. <laughs> uh, some of the stuff that I was reading just about spiritual discipline in general was talking about like how they don't end, you know, yeah. like you have to keep, keep, keep on doing this, keep on doing that. Right. It's not like you reach some point and you're like, okay, I'm good. Because I, f- I feel like even even like a like a habit that you have, this is something you do every single day, like you can still fall off of it, I feel like. Sure. You don't really discipline yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just like if you're working out, when, when is enough? Yeah. When, when do you quit working out? When do you quit trying to eat healthy and stay in shape? I mean, it's not like you can reach a point where you go, okay, I've done it all. I've... Yeah. Now I'm going to be this way the rest of my life. It doesn't work like that, right? No, yeah. It, it just doesn't. Because even our bodies are are crowns that fade. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they, they, they just wither with time, uh, literally. And so, uh, yeah, there's there's no point in there where there's no, there's no, there's no room for, yep, I'm done. Yeah. You know, there's, there's and I think that's the whole deal with our faith in Christ. I mean, we're never going to. We're never going to be done growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always going to be more to know. I mean, maybe there's a point out there at the edge of eternity where, you know, but I just, that doesn't even make sense. I mean, it, we would have to, we would have to be always able to grow. Yeah. Have to be some way, somehow, something new to do, something new to explore, something new for God to show us. Because um, in First Timothy, it talks about discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness and yeah well obviously never get there you know but we're disciplining ourselves to for that purpose yeah yeah i always thought that uh like the whole idea this is like a math thing oh yeah the infinity thing yeah 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 yeah. gosh i haven't thought about that in a while that 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 you get closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to almost touching yeah yeah and and so you're right there you know, always, but there's always just a little bit more to know and understand and learn about yeah. who God is and who He's called us to be. And so, as as tough as it is to think about that from an eternal standpoint, I mean, because if you dwell too much on that stuff, your head's going to explode. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't handle it. That's why we don't know everything now. But uh, but I do think that that's part of the deal. Yeah. And that's why we're always going to be on the trail, Molly. <laughs> Always. The trail never ends. The trail never ends. <laughs> never ends. Never. It only gets better, which one day it's going to be a videoed. One day. Yeah. One day. I'm thinking like, I don't know. I'm just like in my head, I'm like dirt path. And then it's like cobblestone <laughs> trail. <laughs> That's how it gets better. Like eventually streets of gold is that what you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
with a chicken uh, every uh, uh, yes. every uh, mile marker. It's like a yeah. Yeah. Water station is just canes. <laughs> <laughs> Lemonade. But one day the podcast will be on video, though. That's what you really yeah, meant to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, that's you know? what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I tell you, listeners, one day it'll happen. One day, one day. But anyway, so, you know, this is one of those things where if you're going to talk about leaving something better than you find it, that's what you should always be doing with the disciplines in your life that are leading you toward godliness. If you're not leaving your life better than you find it, then you really are screwing up. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of missing the point of, of spiritual discipline or, or any future kind of molly can deal with that yeah right i mean you, you just you just can't uh that doesn't work you know so um I re- yeah i remember when i was like in youth group i was like uh when I, maybe when i'm this age i'll pray out loud <laughs> <laughs> and you just keep pushing it off pushing it off, pushing it off. yeah so th- there's th- there's all r- Improvement always has to be happening, or there's, or there is no such thing as as real discipline. Yeah. Um, if you're not uh, leaving it a little bit better, um, and that should be our goal uh, every day. So. Hmm. Yeah. So. So. Next week we'll have a quick week, synopsis. Yeah. Of WandaVision. What, what Alan thinks about episode four yes. of WandaVision. Uh, and I'll bash it and for one to, final time. I mean, you have to go in to watching it like with an open mind, open heart. You know, you're just gonna like no biases at all. You're just gonna watch. Well, it. I already think they're pretty dorky, but um, so uh, it's a little late for for biases. But I will try to go into it thinking that hey, I'm going to learn something uh, about the Marvel universe that I didn't yeah. already mm-hmm. know from okay. um, here, and it might. Equip me to be further versed in Marvel lore <laughs> as the next movies roll out, starting with Doctor Strange 2 this summer. Who guess? Another movie I don't plan on going to. But I don't think I even saw the first one. See, that's... Okay, this is way off the trail, but golly, how can you get on my case for not watching <laughs> WandaVision when you didn't go see Doctor Strange, man? Well... Well... You're going to hate this, but I don't even think I've seen all the Captain America movies. Oh, then that is okay argument lost <laughs> golly not a good not not good not good at least you're honest wow <laughs> well, anyway closer. we love you adios happy trails happy trails happy trails